Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Some of my actions suggest that I'm a good father. <laughs> that all of me is a good father. I like to trick, I like to trick my son to that. Yeah. And because we provide a home and a decent life for them, even emotionally to a degree, I'm getting better in, in the, the more recent years. But sometimes I'm like, yo, look. Get off my wife, my boy. <laughs> What are we doing? Then when that's not nipped in the bud, whether I whether it's from me not using my words and voicing it as a concern, if it goes too long without you voicing it now, she's on the child side. Like, it's just a child. It's just a baby. It's just a it's just a it's just a right. And you didn't just it out of <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't just it out of intimacy. You didn't just it out of spending time and dating and all of that. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's a running joke in my house to where even now I say it so much and I'm glad I do because I don't want them to I don't want it to be a thing. But it is I say it jokingly, but I say it like if they're always hugged up with my wife or laying on my and I'm talking 16 year old all the way down to the four year old. Yeah. Everybody want to lay across my wife's lap or hug her or hold her. That's great. Yeah, she's a great nurturer. She's a great mother. Great. great. But she mine. Black boy joy. Tell me what you fight, yeah. Hey. Welcome to the Dead Sun Show. We have meaningful conversations about life through the lens of fatherhood. And you guys may have heard that intro several times before. I'm going to assume you have. And if you haven't, go back and watch another episode because we want to get right into it this evening. Me and my guy. I am D. Johns, my co-host. James, James Johnson. Good to see you. Good to be here. Rubbing the hands already. This is about to be one of the ones. Man, how you feeling feel this evening, man? I feel good. I feel I feel good. Great day, great week. Trying to approach everything on a positive. Man. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of positive, man, you're you making some changes, making some improvements in your life. Yeah. yeah Getting yeah. back after that, that degree, man. How'd that go? Hey, we pushing. That's, we holding it. Yeah. It's, it's, it actually, we might even pull this out. It's, it's not public information yet. Okay. So it's a big thing in the house, though. Wife, she really excited. I'm yeah. Excited. Yeah. Why was it important for you to, to complete it and to complete it now? It's been more pressing lately. As my, my, my sons get older, some of the conversations we're having about completion, about finish what you start, about if you decide to do something, see that thing through. Yeah. And it's hard to tell your son to do something. And then you're also looking at yourself like, boy, are you talking to him or are you talking to you? Boy, that's a, so episode, I don't know what episode it was, but it was before, <laughs> before y'all got tired of me and I started bringing on guests. <laughs> I was talking about my dad was trying to get me to start a business when I was younger. Right. Like now I'm an entrepreneur. I have an entrepreneurial spirit. I've always had it. And I thought my parents didn't because I just saw them do the nine to five thing. And that's what they put their stock in. It's, it's no shade. But my dad used to come home and be like, you got this yard to cut lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> he come yeah. home from work. We about to load up. I got a yard for you to cut. And I didn't understand what he was trying to teach me. I thought it was punishment. I appreciated the money at the end, but he was trying to say, get your clientele up 
get you some guys to work for you. You go around, collect the money and do QA. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to him because he didn't have a business that I saw. So what could he tell me about doing something that he didn't do? Or at least that I didn't see him do. Now, I think that's dope putting some action behind being mindful of that. And again, that's not a shot to my dad. He was trying to set me up. I was too, too, I was too me yeah. <laughs> to get it in real time. Yeah. I think that's I think that's dope, man. I, I haven't finished my masters. I got two half masters. Really? <laughs> Went through two half masters programs. And then I really started, the last switch was more aligned with my my career. So I was in government contracts. Right. And I was pursuing a degree specific to that because I wanted to get into management. In the middle of school, I got into management. <laughs> then man management over overpowered school in terms of the effort and the energy that it took because it was long days and nights. I used to think I wanted to finish. I don't, I actually, today I do not care. <laughs> it's funny because I'm going for the full experience, the full, I'm talking, we going back and getting things we left on the table. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see it play out. I think everybody going what they see. Nah, I'm with it, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I got to keep a safe distance from you because I don't want that to rub off. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't in the cards. Right. I started grad school. I like got married, started grad school, full-time job in my career. Right. All of that happened like within three months. Ooh. So it was two out of three survive. Yeah. We won't discuss the order and <laughs> what we had, to, uh, what got picked off along the way. Tonight, First of all, you guys like and subscribe, share, join the conversation. This is interactive. We don't have all the answers, right. but we spark the conversation in front of you. And we want you guys to be engaged, men and women. I don't want to take that for granted. To be engaged and help push the conversation or at least have the conversation. Get it out of your mind and in front of, and with somebody that can help help you get some thoughts out and see what these topics do in your home. Please. We got a, <laughs> is it Birdman hands? Yeah. <laughs> we got one tonight. We got one tonight. So we do keep a running tab of of thoughts, right? right? Thoughts yeah. and topics. And it's long. Yeah, <laughs> it's long. By the day. Yeah. Long and long overdue. But yeah. we, in the midst of all of what we're doing and what we're juggling, what you're juggling, we made a commitment yeah. to get through these things because they're they're valuable conversations for us to have. It like I'm grateful for it to be getting it off in this yeah. environment and yeah. cameras happen to be rolling. Camera speeding, sound speeding. Well, we got what's the I'ma let you I'ma let you jump it off. Nah, I'm going to let you. I'm going to defer. This is my co-host, y'all. This is a shared platform. So I'm trying to get used to having help. Yeah, I, got that, I have that problem bad too, man. I, like the joke we were laughing about a few weeks ago about you're right there. Yeah. Right there, yeah. right there. And this man, I'll spend two hours trying to figure something out yep. instead of just saying, hey, man, help me with this. <laughs> yep. yep. But, Go check the last episode. I wasted two or three hours of my life. Because I didn't want to walk next door and ask him for help. Well, he actually texted him or called him. But I'm talking next door. <laughs> literally, literally. Yeah. But the hot topic today is timely as well. It's, it's really timely because there's a few guys that I've spoken with, and this seems to keep popping up and popping up. So I was like, listen, it's time to talk about this. The topic, the initial topic we're talking about is I'm a father. I'm also a husband. But which one of those comes first? <laughs> Who, what comes first? And surprisingly, depending on who you ask, you'll get totally different responses. And it, it's not always all the men have the same response. Yeah. It's not always all the women have the same response. Yeah. A lot of people have a spiritual answer yeah. of what that looks like. A lot of people have a selfish response of what that looks like. So it's interesting to see 
Where do you stand? Ask yourself, hey, maybe you want to sit down with your significant other or whoever you co-parent with and whatever y'all situation or dynamic look like and have this conversation personally as well. So you want me to (laughs) where I'm at with it? Or you want to start off like, this is what I see. This is what goes on in my household. I'll jump in. I think we're going to feed off each other for sure. Yeah. It's phases. There's a today answer. And then if I reflect, there's a few times, few phases where it vacillated back and forth, where I thought one had to have priority over the other. I think it's important to lay the foundation of the home dynamics or the household dynamics. And it's something that we always talk about when we have guests on the show, just to orient people because certain people resonate with different dynamics. Correct. So we're pretty much large families, both of us. I'm a father of five, husband to one wife. Uh, Husband of one wife. There's no other categories for me to be a, for me to be a husband to. Today, ooh, I haven't done this in a minute. Today, my children are 19, 17, 15, 9, and 8. Ooh, so numbers together. Yeah, we got birthdays scattered, clustered at different sections of the year. But when we end the year out, that's how we ended 2022. Three girls, two boys. Clearly, this podcast is called Dear Son, but it's really parenting talk. Right, absolutely. It was born out of the kind. Con- the challenges I was seeing in relationships with my son that kind of had me reflect on the relationship that I had with my dad. But I know when I entered marriage, we were a blended family. Right. So right. we came into to the situation as a party. Of, and I, I think having gone through life and experiencing different phases with different children and the number of children, I think that's where we weren't intentional enough when we first got married to make sure that we were good because it was right. instant parenting. And that wasn't something that I was accustomed to, but I had a very mechanical definition of husband and father from what I saw in my dad. Absolutely. Right. What I didn't get are the conversations as to why his actions were his actions. And generation I came from, I assume we're the same generation, but specifically the household I came from was that stand a child's place. Right. That's grown folks' business, right? <laughs> so the why wasn't important, but I, I always saw my dad respect my mom. He always provided for us. There was never a question about whether he regretted being either. Yeah. But without the context of as to why that worked for him and my mom, trying to duplicate that didn't work for me and my wife. And we came from very different households. Yeah. And some things we took for granted. So all that to say was is I had a textbook approach to it. It wasn't really relationship driven initially. And it, it kind of, because of that foundation it spiraled a little bit to yeah. where we came in family of three within 18 months, it was family of four. Another two years after that it was family of five. Then we had a span of time of six years. It was just us and the three kids. And as I thought we were trying to like find in our groove where my the youngest one at that time, my son was only two girls and my son, he was six. Yeah. He was six when we found out that we were coming, that number four was coming. Right. And we even processed that different. Absolutely. Like, what is the decision? Right. <laughs> Are right. we still a family of five or are we going to be a family of six? We didn't spend a lot of intentional time talking about that. And uh, number four came along all was right with the world. Number five, next year, right after that. Yeah, yeah. So we get in this, not really addressing the 
how do we see parenting? Yes. <laughs> we were just parenting. Yeah, surviving. <laughs> how do we see our relationship? We were just having a relationship. And not until probably last five to six years where we were going through the little phase again, yeah. right? Because yeah. out of diapers, <laughs> Go make yourself a sandwich. Go get right. yourself something to drink. <laughs> when you get to there, it's, ooh, there anytime. ooh, okay. I just need to be in the room sometimes. Just make sure, mm -hmm. don't touch that, stay away from that. But uh, it was right back to the trying to figure it out. But I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause so you can frame out how, you know, your situation, how it started, assuming that we're walking phases right. together. Yes. A little different, another perspective, which works because it gives more reach for different perspectives. Absolutely. As I've stated before, this is my second marriage. My children, I have... A 21-year-old, as of today, I have a 21-year-old son. I have an 18-year-old son. I have a 16-year-old son. I have a 12-year-old daughter, a 7-year-old son, and I have a 4-year-old son who will be 5 in a couple of months. Yeah, so. but he's really like 12 <laughs> on the low. <laughs> Absolutely. So with the whole am I a husband first or a father first, initially, I can honestly say initially, I've always had a a – Husband first because I always felt like my children were good. I say more about that. You felt like your children were good. Just I felt almost like through I don't want to say osmosis, but if I'm alive and I'm surviving and thriving, they're good because I'm everything I'm doing is on behalf of my household. Yes. So if I'm working, if I'm gainfully employed, if I'm grinding or if I'm bringing money in or food in, they're good as long as they're getting a safe space. Mm. to exist in that was good enough for me back then in my first marriage <clears throat> so obviously now i'm trying to focus on the husband side for selfish gain reasons though because that first relationship immediately there was no real dating phase it was uh i'm pregnant oh man come move in my one bedroom apartment with me so that we could figure this thing out have the baby get married have another baby have another baby. Marriage don't work. Move on. Get back out dating. Missed the dating phase of all those years. So went through a whole nother dating, serial dating, if mm. you will, out here. So then. What age are you at this, at the second round of dating? Ooh. Ooh, you finna snitch on me. <laughs> <laughs> Approximately. Circle. But hey, let's see. That was 20, I don't know, 30. Okay, ish. Something, Give or take three years. Something like that. <laughs> 30, 32, something like that. But so now we, I meet my current wife. We briefly date for a little bit, but she has a son when I meet her. So that's my now 16-year-old. But at the time that I met her, he was seven. So that's my son. I raised him. So now, again, abbreviated dating. You understand? Because... Yeah. When I see other couples at that time, my, my mind state, I see other couples that were able to date. They're single. They're free. They don't have any children. They just met. They're traveling together. They're doing X, Y, Z. And I never experienced that. I didn't. So I just about was jealous of it. I was like, man, I wonder what that feel like. Joking. Never had it. Wow. All of my, <laughs> both of my relationships jumped off with child in the mix you understand immediately wow me too. <laughs> me too so now when i'm seeing this other thing i'm like man i wonder what that feel like so fast forward she and i get married we have my other two sons so that whole lifestyle is parenting make sure everybody good she's a far different parent or her parenting style was 
very different from my first marriage, if you will. Yeah. Not in a bad way. Not the first marriage was a bad parent or anything like that. They just had different approaches as far as getting me to respond to how they move and operate. I rebelled in the first relationship because just that approach wasn't working for me as far as to get me to see your parenting style. Right. right. So now this relationship, I'm focused on, yes, I'm a husband. Yes, I'm a father. They're good. My children are good, good. So now I'm trying to, I want to date. I want to travel. I want to go out. Let's go spend some time together. So now I'm focusing yet again on that husband side. Listen, the husband should be squared away. And they say happy wife, happy life. But I feel like it's really more so happy spouse, happy Happy life. That works both ways. Happy spouse, happy house. So (laughs) now I'm focusing on that. We start to bump heads a little bit. And I don't want to get ahead of the phase of the conversation. But that's my dynamic to lead us into where we are now. That's why just listening to it as prepared as I thought I was for this conversation, <laughs> it always goes like this. I was envious of that period. And to be clear, I never thought it was the like I ne- I never. What am I trying to say? I never took it out on the on the child. No, it, it was never like regret. No, in that regard, it was just like. Man, this is a. I didn't. Re- that's what it was. I didn't realize how important of a phase it was until after we were past it, yeah. and we and it wasn't available. Yeah, because <laughs> you're in love, and I specifically. It's not corny. Forty three. It's not corny. I right. specifically prayed for my wife by name when I met her in high school. God, let me come on. Let me get this one. Let me get this one. Let me get this one. Yeah, I got the. Not I got the upside on the deal. Right. I said not the short end of the stick. That's right there. I got the upside on. The, I dated up, married up, but it was I didn't. We didn't talk about. I think we both assumed that we were good. Like we were just gonna make it work because that's how our families are to a degree. We're gonna figure it out. And now, looking at it objectively, I think it did. I think there was. I think it bred some resentment in our relationship early and because we kept stacking on the children the focus naturally turned to the children absolutely and like i said when we had that break of that when the youngest of the three at that time was six i'm i come from two children how a four member household my mom my dad and my sister my sister's five years older than me so we know we we didn't even really hang out right we got cool essentially when she went to college right because she was out of the house and it was like oh we should probably have a right. we should probably have a relationship. relationship, but it wasn't like we shared a set of friends or anything like that. She was clearly and once she female and male. She was so much older, like we weren't even in high school together. None of that. And I realized when we when we got the three children, it was already beyond me. Yeah, like how does this work? She comes from a family where she was the oldest of three. I'm the youngest of two, so our perspectives in that regard are different. Like. I'm not used to waiting on people. No. <laughs> like, I'm not, right. I'm just, and like, it, a lot of it was catered to me again because of the age difference. My sister had a time and she might have a perspective of how it was when I came along. Oh, yeah. But as the youngest, it was it was about me a little bit, right? Not that I was super spoiled, but just having that perspective. And I see that in my youngest son. Right. Like, of, but he's the youngest of five, which I don't get. But get back on the highway. Yeah, I think the lack of that experience shape shape a good portion 
of our marriage that impacted our, and we weren't great communicators to each other. We both could go out and work a crowd absolutely, and be the life of a party if we chose to. But I think we shied away from the tough conversation. Yep. All right. That we just really got intentional. But I started sharing with those that listen to the other podcast, just our trials in that regard. So it's funny now because we're back in that stage of the youngest is now self-sufficient. We've scientifically reduced our chances of yeah, be a, be a, be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> what you say, Buddy? Buddy. <laughs> It'd be a oof, oh, Father God. Don't do me like that. Yeah, no, Stop no, playing with no, me. No, but, no, uh-uh. but again, I get it. I understand it. Lived it. Because you like you say, when that youngest coming along and you're thinking, I'm home free. Absolutely. You you out of diapers, you self-sufficient. <laughs> I'm about to get my family back. And by that, again, the selfishness. Y'all about to give me my wife back. Because you, in the man's world, you hand her over. Now your wife belongs to these kids. Especially, I came to hold of my wife breastfed. So now mm-hmm. she has to be mindful of her diet. Yeah, What she's... Y'all have to be mindful of her diet. <laughs> exactly. What the intake. So now we can't say, hey, let's go have some drinks. And there's tricks out there. I get it. Oh, I'm going to pump and dump. If you're in a breastfeeding household, yeah. you know what that means. Yeah. But you only do that so often, so frequent. But at the end of the day, the nutrition is built around the children, the focus, the scheduling, the this. And before you know it, you're a machine. Everybody's yeah. a machine. The communication can die off if you don't have an active means or practice in place to where y'all actually communicate. You have to learn that, though. That's a learned behavior. Intentionally. Right. Yeah. Like, how do I say, hey, Wife, let's sit down and talk. Oof. What does that happen? <laughs> a lot of times, by the time you do, it's negative, though. Yeah. It can't always be negative. It has to be positive time carved yeah. out. Listen, let's talk about a happy time or a happy thought or happy plans or let's make plans. Get somebody in here and get these kids. Watch these kids. Yeah. Let's get out. Let's go move around or something. You ever find yourself getting jealous of the kids? Like the uh, Almost cussed. Yeah. I got the edits, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking up and to the left. I know there's some psychological <laughs> things about that. Man, hell yeah. Yeah, because, wow. <laughs> okay, let's go open no, it. We there. We no, gonna, this is yeah. why we here. Yeah. My sons have the life. Yeah. And then like that, again, not regret, but resentment is tricky. Yeah. Because I think sometimes I focus because some of my actions, Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. And suggest that I'm a good father. <laughs> that all of me is a good father. I like to trick. I like to trick my son to believe that. Yeah. And because we provide a home and a decent life for them, even emotionally to a degree, I'm getting better in in the the more recent years. But sometimes I'm like, yo, look, get off my wife, my boy. <laughs> what we doing? Then when that's not nipped in the bud, whether I, whether it's from me not using my words and voicing it as a concern. If it goes too long without you voicing it now, she's on the child side. Like, 
it's just a child. It's just a baby. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a. Right. And you didn't just it out of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't just it out of intimacy. You didn't just it out of spending time and dating and all of that. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's a running joke in my house to where even now I say it so much. And I'm glad I do because I don't want them to, I don't want it to be a thing. But it is, I say it jokingly, but I say it like if they're always hugged up with my wife or laying on my and I'm talking 16 year old all the way down to the four year old. Yeah. Everybody want to lay across my wife lap or hug her or hold her. That's great. Yeah. She's a great nurturer. She's a great mother. Great. <laughs> but she mine. I'm going to need you out of bed. Watch yeah, out. Boy. And I try to find that healthy balance. Yeah. And I didn't understand that at first. That was explained to me by women. Hey, it's a mother's job to keep her sons in tune with the emotional side of life. It's important. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. very important. That balance is important, it's, which is why when you have men who are, are toxic levels of masculinity, it's just yeah. out of control, out of balance, that balance was lacking. There's a bunch of men telling you, don't cry, be tough. What are you crying about? Why are you emotional? Why are you talking about how you feel? Yeah. Girls talk about how they feel. That's inaccurate. Yeah. That's foolishness. So I learned that, though. My childhood was built around... We don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that. So now I'm thankful I got the lesson or my kids are really being in trouble. Man, I wouldn't understand all of this laying on your mom or your mama's boy. Don't be soft like that. Ah, ease up on that. Oh, you know why that's important that you just said that? Because I'm a mama's boy, but it, our relationship was defined differently. I wasn't laying up on my mom, always up under her, stuff like that. Me being a mama's boy is I'd ask my mom before I ask my dad. Not... I don't remember. I don't have a memory of sleeping in the bed with my parents. No, I'm sure it happened right. at some point, but I'm, it wasn't five, six where I can recall it. Yeah, oh, I went to school that day and I came home. And we had a sleepover. <laughs> yeah, my they will smooth have a sleepover in the living room. Listen, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna move yeah. off that because we ain't, we ain't pre <laughs> we ain't, we ain't, I ain't we ain't clear. <laughs> yeah. We got to get the wives. Yeah, we got, yeah, the yeah. other podcast. That's, that's gonna be the yeah, next. We'll spin off and talk about this. Ooh, we. Yeah. You got to get some other cameraman in there for that. <laughs> it's gonna have to have some motion in it. If you could throw a percentage at it to date, yeah. Which one became the priority, father or husband? If you could just spitball it. If I had to get my colon pile on. <laughs> if I had to get my colon pile on, I'd say I'm 50-50. Oh. That old political answer. Yeah. But honestly, it changes. Yeah. I kid you not. If I have to be honest with myself, it changes. It depends on what's going on. If they have a lot of activity going on, if I feel like they're struggling in some areas, then I absolutely put my father role yeah. up up front. I put all of the other stuff on the back burner. Everything got to wait at that point. If they have some project or some, one of my sons, he's working towards making the basketball team right now. So now we're putting extra time and work in with training and X, Y, Z, working on getting licensed. So now that I have to put stuff on pause to make sure, hey, let's go get this driving time in, et cetera, et cetera. You understand? But now... The summer on the way, it's time for me and wife to start moving around again. Yeah. So we have some plans coming up, some traveling coming up. Yeah. Hey, Got you know, I need you to call your mom. The kid's going over there for two weeks, and we out. We gone. 
So I want to I want to make sure that we're that this is a balanced yeah assessment because as you were just talking about the things that the activities, the driving, the basketball, other things. Do you think that we that fathers are just as guilty as child first when it comes to activities that resonate with us? Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and my answer is bias. I don't have any daughters in the house. Right. So I can't say that my daughter is in the dance, but I don't really go there like that. So I yeah. don't know, but I can absolutely say if it speaks to my soul, yeah. if it speaks to my spirit, I played sports. So naturally if they start talking athletics, yeah. So guilty. You're right. So maybe that, that lesser percentage that we feel is, it's not equivalent because I just said less percentage, but is in the same vein of how they feel all the time. Like they're always on with it. Speaking about my household, I don't, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of data. That, that's <laughs> so, my house. Yeah. And I promise you, you survey 100 men, mm. survey says if they're in tune with what's going on in their household, because we had that deferred parent conversation or who's the default parent. Who's the default? If both parents sitting in the room and the kid walk in the room, who are they going to? Yeah. Are they going to go talk to mom? Whether it's a good problem, bad problem, talking about their day, talking about activity, are they going to go to dad? Yep. I think from the, my experience, more often than not, they go into the mom. Yeah. Mom typically is the default parent. <clears throat> and so when we do jump in, now, what you got, son? I got yeah. it today. Man, funny story. My bishop embarrassed the hell out of me. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, man. He set me up. I got a little son, man. He Little baby Einstein, we call him. Little seven-year-old going on 62 years old. Literally. Asking me scientific questions like, that's my thing. Man, go talk to your mom. That's my new answer. And I'm not going not gonna to harp on that. But he embarrassed the hell out of me, too. Boy, I'm done with that kid. <laughs> he on pause. What? He on pause. Get your son, honey. You ever try to, uh, oh, this is petty. Petty. Come on. Uh, come on. Yeah, I just save you the trouble of scouting through all the other videos to find that. Go watch all the other videos. <laughs> yeah. But I'm petty. I was the youngest. You ever try to out parent to get back at your wife? Every chance I get. <laughs> I'm the most competitive person you'll ever meet in your life. I'll do it and call her, if she, especially if she's not at the house. Oh, yeah. When they. Dad, you the best. Dad for president. Oh, yeah. I record that. And I'll text it to her. I'll send it to yeah. her. Hey, this is what your son told me. I just want to let you know. I don't know what you got going on. But <laughs> <laughs> you might want to step mm. your little game up because I'm amazing on this day. Yeah, we didn't have some uh, stale moments in the house where we were both frustrated with each other because we're not giving each other time. Yeah. So we try to parent loud. So the other... <laughs> <laughs> so did you get, I was like, oh, oh y'all just singing songs. Oh, y'all just you just singing songs now. This is sing song time now. Oh yeah. Oh y'all just yeah. dancing battle right? They're just dancing now. That's what y'all doing. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. I was, I'm assuming. I don't be winning. Man. My wife is an entertainer. Your wife outdo me. My wife. My kids come out of school and ask me, are they riding home with your wife today? I have nothing to do with that. Because they, when I show up, they like, Listen. oh, so mom had a thing. <laughs> Just these women, don't, these women as a whole, man, yeah, it, it's unfair. Yeah, it's not made thing. like that. Uh. I bet, I bet they can't get a bear off your back though. Yeah, go in the woods and get attacked. I bet, who you gonna call? Uh, they don't know. Mm -hmm. My wife from the hood though. Oh, 
Yeah, well, so you finna lose again. Technically, she could pull my hood card. <laughs> Her address was there. I was just around. Do it. I was just showing up. Don't do it. Other part of this conversation was so a- as we're as we're as we're adjusting throughout life, the dynamics of the household. We talked about it. It kind of the scales, the tips back and forth between focus on fatherhood, focus on being a husband. But we're also growing as individuals during that process. Yeah. Both. We're talking about specifically households with both parents in the house, but in general relationships where both parents are active and involved and engaged with the child, which is the important thing. So what happens when when we grow differently and the parenting doesn't really doesn't really jive, doesn't line up? It's a personality thing again. And I'll say this and then I'll ask you. you you're one of the most mild-mannered cats I know. <laughs> Laid back. The question is, we phrased it as, don't don't parent my child like that. Man, give some, don't parent my child like that. Put it out with tight, yeah, man. You, <laughs> we already there. They watching now. <laughs> we already, I'm about to say, I don't know what. Don't know. <laughs> so, don't parent my child like that, meaning the mother, typically a mother has a, a perspective if you will for her child man especially it's something about moms and their sons it's that defending thing Ooh. <laughs> give him a chance he might he only a child so i'd like to ask you oh, dealing already. with that very thing mm-hmm. especially because you have both your daughters and your sons in the mm-hmm. same household more often than not the whole don't parent my child like that and that sounds more harsh than it is but yeah. do you think it surfaces more with you dealing with your sons versus you dealing with your daughters or vice versa? I think today I am equally aware on both sides. I think initially my attention was drawn to my sons because I understand the experience. I don't understand womanhood. Oh no. You can't, you can't touch, kiss, be with, <laughs> be around enough women to understand womanhood as a man right. and vice versa. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> road to destruction. But, Full transparency, I think what it really highlighted was the things that I didn't adjust in real time. So now her influence is stronger because maybe I didn't address it sooner or at all. If I didn't set an expectation of this verbally and intentionally, Mm -hmm. maybe her actions and her interactions set a different expectation that now I'm competing with out of frustration because I want him to be a man. And I'm not talking about gender role stuff. I'm talking about manhood. Like, right. again, like I can't teach my daughters how to be women. I can show them what it is to love a woman. Absolutely. What they should look for, what things are important. I think that's my role as a father to girls. But it, I think it really highlighted some things that I just was a little too passive on. And now I'm upset with her for addressing it the way that she, that was natural, that she sees best, that right. maybe she saw. And it goes back to that, like you blending, you're blending history when you get married. You are. You're trying to navigate a future as you're married. Yep. And if you never talk about what the history was, you don't have an orientation of where this person can possibly go or where you can go with this person. You see <laughs> right there. And it's like, man, we, you can't just not talk about stuff. No. And that was my approach to a lot. Was, hmm, I'll process it. I'll process it and not say anything 
appear the way I need to appear for the sake of the situation, but it's all ultimately bottling up. It's still moving. It's still moving. So ever turning wheel. So same thing. Like my household, <clears throat> we've had, I can honestly say our disagreements were more in the beginning of our relationship, more so than like where we are now. And it was a learning curve. Again, I came in, <laughs> I don't want to say with brute force, but there was a certain expectation of young men. And I feel like it's more of what I see every day. Grew up in some questionable situations as a young man myself. So now I'm trying to make sure mine steer clear of such. I want you to have the lessons, but through me explaining it to you and giving it to you, and we all know as parents, typically that don't really work. Right. They don't receive that. It's like, I don't care that you say that stove hot. I'm going to lay my hand right here right. until it makes me move my hand. Now I realize for myself it's hot. So with that, as far as the parenting, I may say, hey, you can do that, but the consequences will be great. Our disagreement most times was sometimes it was felt that my consequence or my punishment for the act was more severe than she would have given for that scenario. I grew up with, it was thrashings. You know what I mean? Like you crossed this line that felt. <laughs> you <sweat>. felt it. <laughs> yeah. so now with our kids, and I won't <laughs> try to stay current with the times. This new, what they call this pushover life? Soft. Uh, this soft parenting. That's oh, what it is. Ooh. Well, we was, was about to get canceled because I was going, I was, I, Buddy, no more. Listen, I thought you were talking soft. about something else. We that's talk. not soft life. Soft life, as I understand it, is women living in their femininity. And I'll stop there because I'm not qualified to actually. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, touch that. But I've seen the hashtag soft yeah. life. Yeah, what I'm speaking you, of parents, is yeah. I keep hearing these parents <laughs> talking about, I'm experimenting with this soft parenting. I missed them hashtags. Term wrong. No, I missed them hashtags. it's like they, I'm not doing any. It's when they, everybody started shifting. And I say everybody, I didn't do this. But started shifting to this time out. So now they're yeah, looking gotcha. for, I'm not, no physical punishment. Gotcha. Being more lenient with your child making poor decisions and saying, you shouldn't have done that. And they're done with it. In my eyes, <laughs> in my eyes, I just don't feel like that's going to drive yeah. the message home. Me personally, I don't agree with it. I'm not criticizing it. It's not for me in my house. And thankfully, my wife, she's not on that either. But however, let's say she's on six. I was on like nine with that tolerable that, yeah. foolery. You understand? So now that was the whole we had to learn that you don't make that challenge in the heat of the moment in front of the child. You catch it and y'all go and have an adult conversation somewhere else because the your kid, your son, your daughter, they're watching. They pick up. Right? Yeah. So now they see that they're brilliant, man. They're picking up on, hey, you can't say this, or if you do, I'm going to go talk to mom about it because I see mom can talk you down. Start playing. So <laughs> playing you right, against each other. Left against the right. So as long as you mm. present a unified front in front of the child and then you go in the room and it's, hey, don't parent my child like that. I felt like you shouldn't have or you should have or perspective. Yeah. Because it's not what you say. It's how you say it. You say it and it sounds like it makes sense to me. And I agree. Absolutely. Let's adjust. I was wrong. Let's fix that. I may need to go back to my son and apologize. Hey, man, I was a little harsh on you today. I'm sorry about that. I thought about it. I've even gone on record telling my son, had a talk with your mom, and I think I was a little over the top. 
I apologize for that, man. Yeah. I didn't mean that. I don't know if you took it this way, but this is my intent. You have to always be mindful of you feel like you're saying something a certain way. Try to go back and circle back and talk to these kids. How did you receive what I said it's today? Interpretation, yeah. Well, I feel like you were telling me, don't ever do nothing anymore. Don't go outside. Ooh, I'm glad I asked you that. It's not what I meant, son. Yeah. What I meant was don't do this way, and here's why. So calm down, mm -hmm. breathe, and revisit that topic with your kid. I think that's even a shift for, for this generation. And I, I got stuck on the point you were making about being lenient. Instantly, I started thinking about what does that mean? Because lenient doesn't mean beat or not beat. Right. I no. think beat lenient means whether you address it or not right. in, in the most appropriate way. And whatever that is in your household, it's not any of my business. But, and I'll speak for me, that was a maturity, that was a growth curve for me disassociating the two. Where being a, being a parent or being a discipline meant pain. Yeah, yeah. And I think my dad said, the episode, last episode with him, my son, he said sometimes hurt helps. Yeah. And I had to think about it, like, because I, I, common theme, the thread through this whole thing is me struggling with when I'm, which side of where's the pendulum shifting on my cool dad versus authoritative dad and all of that. Yeah. But just having the maturity to, to understand that there is a way to get the result that may not be what your default is and you need to check that. So even if it's not beaten, sometimes it's grabbing and shaking. That was a common thing. I'd shake them a little bit, let them know I'm here. Yeah, That could be traumatic. Yeah, Or screaming could be traumatic. Like I, I know my son would probably rather me, rather it be, a, not rather, but of the two, screaming at him is probably more damaging because of what he thinks of me. Yeah, it, and because it's not a consistent thing, that's that's not like you said. I'm laid back. That's not my character. When I snap, it's oh, wait, it's a major wrong. Yeah, whoa, I can't recover. Yeah, and then it starts to erode that trust and that uh, that that confidence that they have that they can that y'all can talk about stuff. You come across as now you're no longer as approachable, and the worse or the more angry you become repeatedly yeah it becomes the norm in their eyes and it's i'm not going to talk to dad he's just going to get mad he's just going to check me he's just going to give me this long 30 minute discussion about life yep. and it's crazy because grew up watching shows that was a joke on the cosby show how <laughs> when the kids came to talk to him or his dad they're the dad the father figure at the time, I'll sit down and roll their eyes up in their head and go into a story. Yeah. <laughs> that was always funny until you catch yourself doing it. Like when my sons come to me with something, I sit down, man, let's talk. They be like, Lord, <laughs> have mercy, man. What? what? Why? <sighs> I can't give it all to you at once. Yeah. But when you come to me with something like this is a chance for me to give you another slice of the pie. Yeah. I'm going to give you, a, by the time you leave my house, you'll have a whole full pie. I'm gonna give it to you in slices, though. Ooh, man, I think I think this is a good spot. Yeah, I think this is a good spot, man. Because yeah. we, because the conversation doesn't end here. No, but I think this is a good checkpoint, a good mile marker to uh, to put a pause. And this was getting too. Let's uh, get heavy on your boy. Ooh. Get heavy, on your boy. But no, nah, this. But the point is, the we don't rehearse these conversations. The point that I'm making is not that we don't rehearse it, but we want to have these conversations less rehearsed. We coordinate on topic for sure, but. 
we're actually processing this stuff. Um, and sometimes you come into a conversation with a perceived, even a pattern of how you're going to get your points across. Yep. But when you're open to another perspective that comes from a good place, sometimes it disrupts your intent, whether that was what was it was intent with malice or, or what have you. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to have a mean spirited approach for you not to achieve what you're trying to achieve. It doesn't have to be yelling and screaming. You could just have it in your mind that this is how you think. And yet what they say, you listen to respond instead of listening to understand. Going to put a pin in this one and we're, we're going deeper this year, guys. We're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of those conversations that, that move you to think, provoke you to change your approach, hopefully, and we'll be doing the same in real time, man. Any closing remarks, my brother? I just feel like everything you said, believe it with purpose, with intent. And the phrase of the year, yet again, is pay attention. You must pay attention. It's right there in front of you. Just pay attention. Do we appreciate you guys? God bless you. Peace. The Dear Son Podcast is produced by D. John's Live Studios. All rights reserved. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.